Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. Hi everyone, happy Monday. Um in the maintenance group today as I like to go live every Monday and talk uh maintenance. If you got any questions, um load them down below if you are actually in the support group. So if you are listening over by way of our podcast, you may have stumbled upon our maintenance conversation. So we do have a maintenance group. So obviously we run a super effective weight loss program. Uh, but we also offer this amazing maintenance group. I have I have to be honest that I've been completely wowed uh, with the conversations that we have in the maintenance group. You know, everyone focuses on losing weight, and I think they don't really understand the work that needs to be done once you've lost your weight. And that's one of the things I've had so many aha moments about maintenance uh, and the things that you need to work through. So four stages of finally and forever, right? So you lose your weight. That's the first stage. You reach your goal. The second stage is make sure that you're solidifying your weight. So you've lost. The weight now you need to give your body time to adjust to your new weight so your new weight becomes your new norm this is where you're really minimizing back on track so some of you i think are concerned about getting back on track you find yourself indulging and you're not really ready for it so it's really really important to understand that in that first stage of um maintenance that solidifying your weight you you don't want to be going off track you want to be personalizing the plan every day really in tune to your body's needs still asking those four questions you know um the difference is you're no longer trying to lose weight so maybe not maximizing every day and doing all the things to see that the scale move but you're definitely maintaining status quo same thing this is why repeating the program again for the sake of solidifying your weight is super effective because you are leveling up your health and wellness when you go through those stages you learn new things you still have issues and associations to work through still working through old habits or reinforcing new habits you know working through those beliefs and whatnot this is why repeating the program again for the sake of solidifying your weight is really super effective and then in the third stage that's when you're testing the waters and that's when maybe you're starting to indulge again you know maybe snacking at night maybe adding in a few things here or there maybe eating the burger and fries at lunchtime obviously still mindfully you know being in tune recognizing when you're overeating if you do you know maybe getting back on track the next day so it's not really to that third stage that testing the water stage where you want to be you know implementing back on track and you know or needing needing to implement back on track still implement back on track if and when you need during that that first stage of maintenance um but really that third stage um is that testing the waters is when you do that and then the fourth stage obviously you're in tune waking up looking good feeling good going about your day eating when you're um you know hungry drinking when you're thirsty sleeping when you're tired knowing exactly what your body needs knowing exactly when you're indulging and knowing exactly what you need to do in order to manage that moving forward so um that's really important i think uh to know just go through and remind uh people of those stages especially when it comes to back on track if you got any questions uh like i said load them up i know one of the conversations um 
that we're having today. Of course, it's the long weekend here. <laughs> Speaking of indulging, uh, any kind of celebratory day or weekend, whatever, it's so easy to get caught up in the moment, especially after the long, you know, past few years of the pandemic. You know, summer is coming, the sun is shining. Um, you know, we, we want to kind of get back out there and be social. And a lot of times when it comes to being social, it means being around food. And this, if you think about this, Many of us have been isolated over the last few years. And yes, we're more able to go out and about, but chances are we're not doing it still as much as we used to. And so many of you maybe have lost your weight at a time where you were pretty isolated or at home or not really going out all that often. And so now you are being confronted with social situations. And if you didn't have an opportunity to work through them while you were losing your weight, you know, it may mean that you need to work through them now and as you move forward. In fact, like for the first year after you, you lose your weight. You're kind of encountering all those different celebratory days and holidays and how to navigate those and social situations. So the work really isn't done even after you've done the weight, even after you put a few months into maintaining and solidifying your weight. You know, you still might be tested, you know, as these holiday seasons um, come up, right? So so all you need to do is get back on track. We have uh, information on back on track in the maintenance guide. So just a rem- reminder about that. But even when it comes to getting back on track, you definitely can maximize your back on track. A lot of times people will look solely to the food and the water and not be managing their stress and their sleep and other things that are going on. So you can maximize while you're also doing back on track. Now, your goal isn't to lose more weight, it's to get your weight back down or get you back to feeling <laughs> feeling your best after indulging because let's face it when you have like a fun weekend or a weekend away you tend to come back and you feel a little off i just got back um i was away at the beginning of the week for work so i, I was away at the obesity summit which was really interesting oh my goodness i was saying today on the morning live with the weight loss group we need to talk about what happened at the obesity conference one it was really excited exciting because people know who we are there's a buzz about the living method and that is so amazing. Um, and two, just how important it is, the work that you're doing in terms of not just losing your weight in a healthy way, but really solidifying your weight. A lot of the chatter, if it wasn't on pharmaceuticals or surgeries, it was on um, cognitive behavioral therapy, which is working with psychologists, working through you know your issues and associations and all those things. And the takeaway, which was really interesting for me, is not everyone has the resources um, or um, it's accessible to them to go and work with a psychologist. So what's really exciting is that um, we have Dr. Beverly join us. So I know you guys are in the maintenance. I'm going to talk to Odette about airing that same conversation with Dr. Beverly. She's a psychologist. She's our new guest expert. She's done the program. And I believe she's in maintenance now. And uh, so we're going to talk to her and I'm going to give you guys access. So I'll, have, I'll either have the, um, it air live if we can do that simultaneously in the maintenance group. Or what I will do is get uh, Odette to air it. Um, but, you know, that that missing piece. And it was really interesting to me. I'm like, okay, well, this is great. All the masterminds of the, you know, in Canada trying to solve the obesity crisis. And they're all doing this with clients 101. And I'm thinking you're not going to solve the obesity crisis or help those you know, those numbers start coming back in the reverse direction by meeting one person at a time. And I said to them, how do you plan on scaling this? And they don't know. But yet this is what we're doing here with the Libby Method. We're able to take, you know, 25,000 people and run them through a program and not only help them physically lose their weight, but mentally work through the things that they need to work through. 
And this obviously is where if you do have access to, you know, to support, like being able to see a psychologist or a therapist, I mean, that's such a great compliment, not just to losing your weight, but also to maintaining your weight as well. So you guys are going to have access uh, to that conversation. I highly suggest. Okay. So let's, uh, hi, Danny, let's uh, get into some questions here. Uh, finally made the maintenance live. Hello. Uh, first off, happy belated birthday. And second, how I miss you hearing you live. Yeah, I missed it too. I was just saying, I totally got sidetracked. I'm a bit of hot mess today. If you can't tell my goodness. Um, I just got back from celebrating my 50th. Uh, Tony set up an amazing weekend. We were in uh, St. Lucia and wow, what a just, uh, my goodness, amazing. But we had, you know, the drinks flowing and the, the, um, you know, ate some amazing food and we had, a. uh, a pool, right? A ridiculous pool in our hotel suite. It was insane. Um, so lucky, my goodness. Um, but I swam every day. I tried to drink my water. I took my digestive bitters. Actually, I just po- I posted a, you know, there's a video. You can see my digestive bitters in there. Took my digestive bitters, you know, did all my things and I came back and my weight was still way up. Um, and again, you know, you can go away and do all the things. It's the stress of traveling. And of course it's going to come back down, right? So I'm going to, now I'm on it for the next couple of days, going to do some back on track. You know, it's not, I'm not stressed about it at all, but it happens. Even me is my point. Even me having maintained my weight for 30 years, you know, when I go away and make choices, even when I do the best to stay on track, my weight still fluctuates. And even still here I am 30 years later, I recognize I made choices. They made me feel a certain way. I want to get back to feeling my best. So there's things I can do in order to help my body do that. And hence back on track. Obviously, the more things I can do, the quicker I'm going to get back to feeling like I'm back on track, you know, even though I'm not looking to lose more weight, it's still, you know, getting back to that feeling again. Uh, anyway, back to you. Now maintenance has a very, now maintenance has a very different, and I'm trying to figure, is very different. I'm trying to figure this out. Okay. Maintenance is very different. So you think you're done with losing. This is what I was talking about off the top. You think you're done with losing, right? You think you're good. And then you hit maintenance and you realize, holy shit, like this, this is where, this is really where losing is great. Maintenance is really where the work is when it comes to like solidifying finally and forever. You can crush the weight loss program and then you get here and all of a sudden these feelings of like, do you trust yourself? Do you trust like this is truly finally and forever? And are you going to be able to maintain it? It comes with a whole bunch of other things. Um, trying to be mindful and personalized, but with some back on track when I feel sluggish. Today, I feel defeated from last week, but pushing through. I'm going away next week and that'll be a huge test for me, but I'm going to be calm and choose to enjoy. Okay. So this is very cognizant of choices. So first of all, if you're new to maintenance and just lost your weight, you want to, you want to really, you really want to take the time to solidify your weight. You like, just like, you really want to honor the fact that you work so hard to lose your weight. And now is not the time to be testing your body out. You, you, you need to let your body get used to your new weight being your new norm. Now, if you have a vacation, obviously you want to go away, whatever, but you want to put more time than not solidifying that weight rather than back on track and get it down again, back on track and get it down get back on track, get down again. That's not very solidifying. You want to like just maintain that weight and stay there, right? So that's really important that for that, you know, after you've lost the weight to put in that time to solidify your weight is really minimizing. It's not time to test anything. It's really time to, you know, put that time in put those months in. Now, if you've done a few programs, you have been solidifying along the way. So it's not like you're going to need months and months and months and months, but it's going to take a few months. You want to at least put at least two to three months into solidifying your weight and then start with uh, indulging in the back on track, you know, um, with that. Um, you're going away next week. That'll be a huge test for me, but I'm going to be calm and choose. Yeah, make choices that make you feel good. It's a win-win situation. Again, remember also your body isn't looking to gain weight. 
But if you're used to seeing your lowest low and feeling really good because you're doing all the things in order to make yourself feel good, you can feel really, really off. That's kind of one of the downsides of losing weight in a healthy way. You feel amazing. So when you feel amazing, you feel rock star amazing. And then when you feel slightly off, you, f- you can feel like balls, right? So as long as you're cognizant of that and getting right back on track. I feel so much calmer in social situations having back on track in my pocket. Yeah, I mean... And it's all about remember the end game is that calm, calm around food, right? Just being calm, being being surrounded by your favorite food and not even being like, whatever. Oh, that looks good. I'm going to have some. Oh, I had it. Okay, no big deal. You know, whatever. Got up on the scale the next day. Weight is up. Ate that. That was amazing. Like, I'm not like getting on myself today. Be like, oh my God, why is my weight up? I know why it's fucking up because I made all those choices. And were they worth it? Hashtag yes. Yeah, I'd make them again in a heartbeat. You know, life is too short not to indulge on your 50th birthday when you're up in, you know, some beautiful, amazing place. I'm going to eat all the food, drink all the stuff, do all the things. Uh, you know, so definitely worth it. Am I mindful that I'm not feeling amazing today? I'm fucking exhausted. I'm so bloated. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, look at me. Those of you can see me. I'm a hot mess. I didn't even put on makeup today. I'm like, fuck it. Who cares? Um, but I'm here. I'm here and I'm going to keep showing up and keep pulling it together, right? And that you just, you got to be really real with yourself. You know, you can make these choices and decisions, but then you got to, you, you got to be real with us. Uh, tell us what you're talking about in terms of di- diabetic drugs for weight loss. I didn't mention the word diabetic. So first of all, people weren't talking about diabetes. They were talking about weight loss specific. And so some of the confusion may be, um, with, ex- with Ozempic, for example, um, it, it has been traditionally used. We've had clients, we've had members do the program with taking Ozempic for years uh, to manage diabetes. What they're talking about when it comes to Ozempic for weight loss is not the same dose. The dose that people use to manage diabetes is not the same dose. I think it's like something like triple the dose uh, to manage when it comes to weight loss. And they're not all designed. Now there's, now there's, um, there's uh there's a variety of, of different ones on the markets that are coming out. I mean, every pharmaceutical company is trying to come up with their own weight loss drug now at this point, right? Um, they're really on that. And there is a lot of research to be done on how, like, for example, one guy I was talking to, uh, Michael Vallis, who's, who's freaking brilliant, was talking about cravings, right? And talking about how taking, you know, these weight loss drugs can help with cravings. And I said to him afterwards, is it really cravings that they're helping with? Or is it just that it's decreasing people's hunger? And he's like, well, that's a good question. I'm like, yeah, no shit. It's a great question. Like, are you really addressing cravings? I said, what about if someone is dehydrated and they crave sugar? And what about if, you know, they're stressed out and they're, you know, craving salty foods? I mean, their body means that. Like, cravings are your body's mess- like messaging system to communicate its needs. So you don't want to, like, not have cravings. You want to be in tune to why you are having these cravings. And then his side is like, well, for people who really struggle with weight loss, in order for them to lose some weight, to get a handle on addressing their weight loss, it can be good to take away their hunger signals. And I'm like, okay, well, that is great. Except that when they get off this medication, then what? Then what? Then they wouldn't have learned to deal with anything. And that's the real issue with all of this. So for for people who need to lose a lot of weight and really quickly, like for example, women who need to lose a lot of weight because they are running at time is ticking in terms of fertility and their, their weight gain is hindering that. People who are in the risk of having heart attacks or, you know, really bad blood pressure. And they, they need they have to lose weight like now sooner than later their lives depend on it these are really who these weight loss medications are for um they're really not for the general population that's the issue so they aren't really making a dent um and actually helping obesity on a mass scale 
And so something like less than, I think, 20% of the population even has access to that. And then less than 2% actually can get their hands on it uh, at the end of the day. So we're far away from everyone being able to take sort of these medications to really help. Um, so what I learned was is that medications can be very beneficial. And I think um, that, you know, people who are taking these medications should do a program exactly like ours. And that was a big part of the conversation is you can't just take these medications. You also need to work with a therapist and a psychologist and work through it's so much bigger than just taking the medications which was really exciting for us because we have the whole solution to that we i spent 30 years of my life creating this how to be healthy 101 work through your shit your issues and your associations and your habits and being able to process and work through all these things on your own which is why i also love dr beverly coming on um, because it's one thing to bring awareness to these things now we have someone that's going to help us get the tools to actually work through them because some people do need professional help it's great when you have those aha moments and recognize why you keep doing this or why you keep doing that, especially when it comes to your associations to food, but also where I'm not an expert is in the tools to actually work through that, right? To give you the tools to work through the understanding awareness. Yes. But then what's the follow through on that, right? Even in the maintenance conversation, we talk about this a lot, that mental part, right? Like, why do I still feel the need to go for that number on the scale when I feel amazing, right? Obviously you have some associations, some issues, some beliefs that you're working through with there, but what can we actually do in terms of move past those kinds of things? So um, that's really, um, really what I learned. So, so the medications, it's, and this is, I knew this actually, and they're talking about this in combination with bariatric and different types of surgeries. And now they know that people who've had bariatric surgery really struggle. Chances are they fall back into old patterns and gain that weight back and uncomfortably so because they have physical limitations on how they can eat because they don't change. They didn't, they didn't work through any issues and associations. They just got a procedure that caused them to not be able to eat as much. And so they didn't learn how to eat and tune to their body's needs. They didn't work through their issues and associations. They didn't work through those habits. And now they're now learning that people are just going right back to that because it didn't help. And I learned this when I actually worked with clients with bariatric is that they just, yes, they lost the weight, but they're having a really hard time mentally um, maintaining that weight loss because they haven't learned anything. They didn't make any changes. Nothing's changed. Um, so that was a big part of the conversation. Also learned that unless you're willing to pay the money that you need to pay for these medications for the rest of your life, and they do have side effects with them, um, that... Um, like, for example, taking some of these um, because of what it does in terms of kind of shuts your stomach down and slows the emp emptying of your gastric system can be quite painful. And you could be in a lot of discomfort um, until your body adjusts to these things. Um, so they're definitely not fun to take. Um, you know, I feel for anyone who has to take them for whatever reason, for sure. And there's no sustainability. There, there's no you, there's no maintenance. There is no you like it's just like anything else. You lose the weight quickly, the weight comes right back on each time. So what I my takeaway from that really is um is that what we're doing here is fucking I came back with a renewed sense of like fucking right. What we're doing here is amazing. We are actually helping people lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way, not just physically, but mentally. And you, the, one of the other things, and not to have this whole conversation be about this, but look at me how it's stressing me out, man, the conversation was such a downer. It, it was just so focused on basically it's like, it's, there's no hope for anybody. 
like that was the really the takeaway that there's no hope for everyone in order to lose their weight in a healthy way and be able to sustain it, which is why, you know, drugs are kind of your only choice. Um, and it was interesting because I'm walking around. You have to understand I'm there. I've been maintaining my weight for 30 years. Ruth is there. She's lost 70 pounds and maintaining, I think, for a year and a bit. Michelle is there, and she's lost her weight, and and she's been maintaining for, I think, two, three years now. And so we're all there, and we're all living proof that not only can you lose your weight, but you can sustain it. But according to everybody there, it's not really possible. And so it wasn't very optimistic, but it was optimistic for me because I'm like, holy shit, this is what we're actually doing. So we actually hooked up with some pretty um amazing people um the mecklin uh, david mecklin and he does the the mecklin method which is all about behavioral therapy um sean wharton um he is like a he's like a big name in obesity he's always going to conference we've we've hooked up with some major players um that i'm going to have on my podcast um that are really interested in the living method and what we're doing which i can't tell you how exciting that is for me like these are like legit people that you know are really recognizing and they had already heard of us in the program which is just so great so it's really amazing and and, you know the, the one more takeaway is that you guys should be really proud of what you've done here it's no joke like it's it's amazing what you have done honestly it's 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 so huge the time that you've put on it the way you've gone about it the work that you have done behind it is that you should all just be like honestly patting yourselves on the back for sure Hi, Jenna. Um, uh, so yeah, so Melanie, yeah, so that, that's, they're all kind of the same. They all have, they all work in different, different ways. Um, so what they're trying to study in OBC right now is why people have gained the weight. So is it, you know, health issues? Is it years of dieting? Is it like whatever? And then they're trying to skew the drugs to be more specific in terms of like why people gain the weight, which is kind of, which is interesting. They're kind they're trying to personalize it a little bit. The future they're saying is sort of over the counter, you know, obesity medication. Obviously there are years and years and years out from that. Here's the way I look at it. Here's the way I look at it with these medications. Cause it's interesting. It's like skincare, right? So the, like, what don't we all want to have the best skin? Don't we all want to look yeah, right? So then there's like your basic skincare. You go, you buy it from shoppers and you know, you're trying your best and you're trying to do your skincare and whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like it's kind of your general, like everyone's doing it. That's kind of like doing a diet and weight loss program. You know, you can have amazing skin just using great skincare. And then there's like, there's Botox and lasers and whatever. And you know, people can do that. And that's kind of like your medications. I think in, in weight loss, there's dieting and then there's medications. And then there's the people who get facelifts and that's sort of the surgery, right? Like I think there'll always be that space for people who, um, you know, will want to just put the time and energy into losing weight the healthiest of ways and organically and the way it needs to be done. And then, you know, maybe there's, you know, in terms of, you know, people who want to go and just like they're just, if you get the Botox and lasers, you don't stop the day to day. You still use good skin cream and you skincare and that doesn't fix it. You know what I mean? That'll, that'll give you that, you know, whatever that needs. Like maybe that's like taking supplements on the program, adding that in a supplement, fill in the blanks, you know, help it along a little bit more. But at the end of the day, it's your day to day, what you're doing skincare. And I think weight loss is very similar to that. You're very similar to that. So I don't think these medications are going to go to a place where, you know, it's, it's going to help really, it's not going to affect, it's not going to help obesity. It's not. 
It's not, they're not your ticket. Now, I think in combination, if you are going to take them, you should do a program like this. And that's sort of my, that's sort of my new mindset and takeaway. Um, anyway, back to you, Jenna. I've been in maintenance since the fall. I'm much more active now than what I was doing on plan and running often. I find it quite hard because I'm way more hungry than I've ever been in eating quick fixes and crap because it's faster. Any tips or tricks? So recognize that being hungry is good. That, that's good. First of all, if you are sweating a lot, it could be dehydration. So if it's carbs and sugar specifically that you are, carbs and sugar specifically that you're craving, you could need more water. So address the craving, right? Address what's happening. Um, so why are you hungry? Is it carbs and sugar specifically? Bump up the water. Um, also bump up your protein and fat. Now you don't need excessive amounts of protein when you work out, but protein and fat give you more sustaining energy. And it could be that you're not as diligent perhaps at making your food choices as nutrient rich. Like you said, you're going for quick fixes. You don't have the time. You're not putting that kind of time and energy into it. So make sure you try bumping up the protein and fat with your meals. That will give you more sustaining energy and feed into your satiety hormones uh, without needing to eat more food. Because you know, you're hungrier and you're dehydrated, that can have you um, eating more in terms of portions, excuse me, than you actually need. So be mindful of that. Other than that, you know, you're in tune to your body. You're only gonna get more in tune. So when you're hungry, you're gonna notice. Don't be afraid to, you know, eat larger portions and eat to satisfaction. Maybe double down on asking those four questions. Because it could be that you're constantly going for quick fixes and you're super hungry. A, because you're not drinking water, B, because you need to bump up your nutrient-rich value and add more proteins and fats, or because you're actually just hungrier and you're not feeding into that, so you keep going for the quick fix. So make sure you are eating to satisfaction when you are, because don't because it's not about keeping your portions small, but, and, and a lot of times we need to give our body more because we are more active, and your metabolism is higher, and your body's got more of an energy output, and you want to make sure you're giving into that. And I know it's nerve wracking because you think, oh my God, I'm going to gain that weight back again. But you know, you, you, you won't just by giving your body what it needs and eating good foods. Um, so, you know, maybe also, you know, maybe, so, so maybe you're not. I don't know how you're feeling. So I'm going to assume that you're not feeling great. You're noticing that your choices are affecting you. So maybe make a little mini mission or a mini plan for you, right? I'm going to get myself back on track. I'm going to, for the next two weeks, you know, drink my water, go back to asking the four questions, be mindful about making my food choices nutrient rich, you know, just kind of, and see how I feel based on that and see if I can find a good balance between what I really need. Because what you don't want to do is be increasing the portions and have everything be chaotic and having bites of bits and getting back on track. See how stressful and chaotic that is? You can't really get a handle on what's going on. So bring it back to basics, right? Bring it back to basics, um, maximize your efforts with that and try to really ask those four questions and be in tune to the portions now when you've added so much more exercise or movements or whatever to your routine. So what you want to do is try to get in. So situational changes happen with you. Your situation has changed. Your, your routines and your activity levels change. So you need to get a new handle on that. What does your body need now with these things added in? What does your body need now where you are at? in order to feel its best and to function and, and, and to meet your needs, right? So so that's where I would go with that. You kind of got to clear the way, break it down, get in tune again. And you don't have to do this for months and months and months, but spend the next couple of weeks and figure out like, how can I feel my best, meet my body's needs and, you know, start, you know, feeling like you're in tune with it. Right now you're feeling like you're out of sync. 
that your body isn't getting what it needs. You're exercising, you're doing all the things you should, but then your hunger levels are out of control. You're feeling out of control. And so you need to kind of resync with where it's at, right? Um, because I'm way more hungry than I've ever been than eating quick fixes and crap food because it's faster. Yeah. Well, I mean, fruit's fast. You know, you can boil some eggs. Boiled egg is fast. So I don't think it's about it being faster. I just think that you're out of sync and then you're hungrier in the moment. So you're just grabbing whatever. Also, because you can probably. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you've reached your goal, especially you don't have that same desire, you're not chasing anything. So you, you know, you know, you can lose it. So you can have those little things if you want. So it could be a couple different things going on. You're, you're going for the quick fixes, um, or the, um, snack crap food might have nothing to do with the fact that you are being more active and your need to be in tune with that. See what I'm saying? So what is it? What is it that you need? So drink more water, bump up the protein and fat, be in tune to those portions, ask those for questions, clean it up for lack of a better word, like see what you can do over the next two weeks. And then you'll be able to also really clearly see the difference between, you know, making choices that make you feel good and these quick fixes or whatever, this crap food that's not making you feel great. So that's the thing too. A lot of times we're in maintenance, we go from feeling amazing to we're I'm not feeling so great anymore. Well, yeah, because you have been not making the choices that make you feel amazing every day, which is okay. Okay, I choose to live a life where I have Bailey's in my coffee right now, <laughs> which never never sits well with my stomach. Um, but I'm having it today. I'm, this is me. I'm having it. Um, so, but I'm okay with that, you know. But what you can't do is make choices like that and then be like, "What's wrong? I don't feel good." And what's happening and all that. Like I know if I wake up with a belly ache tomorrow, this is why. You know, so. It's kind of like doubling down, doubling down on that. So hopefully that helps. Hopefully that helps. Um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Um, free CBT through my, my CBT.com and through Bounce Back Ontario. Yeah, love that. I'm always hungry. How do I get it to stop? I have and I'm doing my best to be nutritious. Okay. Well, doing my best is not the same as doing it, right? And what do you mean if it's nutritious? Then, so first of all, there's nothing wrong with being hungry. You shouldn't feel like you're hungry all the time, though. If you are, you know, you didn't mention water. So is is it water? Are, are you on any medications? Um, that can that can cause you to be hungry as well. Have you added in more exercise and you're more active or even just the time of year? In wintertime, you tend to be more like hibernation mode and then you all of a sudden the sun starts shining, the days are longer and your body's giving you more energy, but you're still stuck on the same old portions you were having while you were losing. So of course you're hungry. 
Do you know what I mean? So this is where you need to still be asking those four questions. I don't know what phase of maintenance that you're in. That's where you want to ask those four questions. It's not about, it's portions, even not just while losing, but even in maintenance are always what they feel like and never what they look like. So a lot of times people coming off the weight loss program will keep their portions small when that, like your body's needs have changed, right? So that's where you have to say, it's not how do you get it to stop, right? Because you want your body to tell you when you're hungry. <laughs> like if it's every couple hours, then, you know, your body's just letting you know where it's at. Remember the rules of hunger. Hunger is not an emergency situation. Hunger is your body giving you a heads up on where it's at energetically. It's giving you time to find food, to 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 prepare food, for you to eat the food, to process and digest the food, which can take hours. So it can take like two to five hours for your body to break down and process and digest. Is your tummy always grumbling? Do you think you're hungry because your tummy's grumbling? That can be your body just being really efficient at your migrating motor complex kicking in, which is that system that kicks in after you're done eating for about 90 minutes in between meals and snacks um, or when you're eating to make sure the food goes to where it needs to go, right? So it could be a variety of different things. Um, I love your sweater. How are you not as ha- not hot as heck? I, I am freezing today. I don't know what it is. I think because I just came from it, it was super hot. So even though today is like 20 degrees outside, I kept saying to Tony all day, oh, this is so cold. Um, so I think that's what it is. Uh, hi, Shannon. Yes, I'm calm around food, but I have to remember not to get complacent. This maintenance thing is a whole new game. Sometimes I feel I never had a weight problem, but I know I cannot think it that way because I go off the rails. I'm working through these fields. Yeah, and it can take months. It can take years. Like, take a look. You know, oh, oh, oh. One of the things I learned, which I'm actually going to add in to from this obesity conference, I'm actually going to add into the weight, weight loss program is go audit audit and go through your your history with weight loss like write it down you know what i mean like write it down we all have stories when did it start when did you, when did you start dieting thinking about your weight and then go through the history of go through the diets that you have done and it's not make, to make yourself feel bad it's it's to really understand where you're coming from and map out your your weight loss history you know, and, and map it out and be like, okay, it started when I was 12. My mom took me to Weight Watchers and then I did this diet and then I did that diet and then I, you know, got pregnant or then I had this traumatic event in my life. And then, you know, and then I, this happened to me and then I, you know, lost my job or whatever. And then like go through and like actually take time to, to go through your, your weight history bringing up to the moments where you, you know, started the Libby method and working through it, you know, and most of you will look back and be like, holy smokes, look what I've been through, you know, so then it would make sense and bring some clarity on like, yes, I've reached my goal. Yes, I did it in a healthy way, physically and mentally, but yes, it makes sense that I still have a lot more to work through. It makes sense that I'm not confident in my journey. Look at all the years of dieting where I was successful, gained it all back. Again, not your fault, the way those diets were designed, all of that, but it still does something to you when you lose and gain and lose and gain and lose and gain. And that's why that, 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 that testing the waters, it should be trusting, learning to trust, right? Like that's transitioning into trust is a, is a big one, um, with testing the waters. And that's why some people might spend two weeks there and some people might need to spend two years there, you know? And I think that we also, part of it is we feel like we've already spent so much time on ourselves that we, we really, you know, we've spent enough time. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, you know, like I, I went away dealing with a lot. I have a, I have a couple kids, but one, especially that is just not great. She's really in not a good place struggling with her mental health. It's, it's not good. And I am now struggling with my ex-husband who's very sick and it's, 
it's not good. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot that we're dealing with and you know, that we're, that we're having to work through and it's a lot of coping and it's a lot of, you know, it's, it's a lot of things. It's in, and it all factors in to where you're at and you know, what you use food and your whole history and the time it's going to take in order for you to work through. And sometimes we feel like we've just already taken enough time. So all the stuff I'm going, going through, I went away this weekend and I feel like it's too much time. It's too much time I've taken on myself. Like I can't, like it was nice to be away, but then it was just like, it's already, it's too much time. And a lot of guilt in that. It's a lot of guilt in that. So, you know, I think for some of us, we deal with a lot of guilt in terms of you know, especially when we have other things going on in our lives to, to spend any time on ourselves. Look at me, I'm a total hot mess. I'm a total hot mess. Um, I obviously clearly need to spend the time on myself, but it's not without a lot of guilt. And so I find that a lot of people who are just like that also tend to, I used to say yes to everything and put everything and everyone else's needs ahead of myself, which is why I got completely off track, completely disconnected. My life just went was chaotic because I wasn't making choices for myself. I was making choices for everybody else. And I find a lot of people do this with, with, with themselves is why they gain the weight is they prioritize everybody else's needs above their own. And then when you do a diet and you lose the weight, there's this perception like, okay, you did that. Now, now that's done. That's enough time spent on yourself. It's time to, you know, you did that. Now it's time to get back to doing this and doing all these things for all these other people. And people will even say that to you. And you're still trying to lose weight. Well, you're already done. You've already spent so much time on that. Really? You're still focused on that? Like I find it just happens so much. And if you internalize that, it's not just about, oh, you know, you've lost the weight. You look great. It's time to be done. It's like, stop spending time on yourself because with this process, in order to lose the weight, you have to prioritize yourself. You have to be in tune with yourself. You have to make choices that make you feel happy. You have to make time for yourself to, whether it's preparing your food or managing your stress or trying to get better sleep. And so, you know, when people are saying to you, that's enough. They're saying that's enough of you making yourself number one in your life. It's time to get back to make everybody else. So this is where maintenance comes in. So a lot of times we think, well, we're done. We've already put in our time. So we're not really giving ourselves the time in maintenance that not only do we deserve, but we really need to to really follow through on this, you know, it's like you go, and I'm not at all equating this to alcoholics anonymous or d- addiction or whatever. I'm just saying, I know they have like a, tw- I don't, and I know nothing about it. So excuse me if I'm talking out of, and don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but there's a, there's a 10 step or 12 step process, right? It's like, there's a, there's a whole step that you go through and it's like, you're stopping on, you know, if it's, if it's a 12 step process, you're, you're stopping on, at, you know, the, the seventh step. And it's, you know, you've got to follow through and, and this can be very similar. This way you've got to, you have to follow through on it, you know, so there's a lot to it. Um, being calm, that's the whole goal, you know, that, that's the whole goal. Uh, it worries me when I see so many access, uh, so, so many across North America clamoring for Ozempic to lose weight. People need to realize, yes, it does help the pounds off, but just like Gina mentioned, once you go off the weight, it will like, it will return. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it is, it is, yeah, cor- comorbidities. I talked a lot about this. Like, there's a lot of people who just don't have the time to, um, and then, and you may not really, especially when you do a program like this, you feel like everyone should, 
lose weight by doing the living method. But a lot of times people are really dealing with some health issues that um, they really need to lose weight sooner rather than later. And, and this is like a big part of that conversation where they, they can, um, this can be really beneficial. It can be really beneficial or to, at least to help people get a handle on losing that, that weight first so that they can follow through on it. But there is a, there is that sort of like where they lose and they, they plateau and it just kind of stops being as effective for them. And this is where I think if you did it in combination with the living method, uh, people are, you know, I hate to say desperate to lose weight, but I think, I think rightfully so. People have tried so many diets that they just, you know, it's interesting because um, I'd be there with the doctors and they would be like, well, you know, um, this is why not one diet fits all. And I, then there'd be me and they have like PhDs and they're like, you've been doing this. for, And I'd be like, yeah, really though? Because actually there is one diet. It's called the human diet. We're all human. We all have bodies. It's all the same. How you make it individual is by addressing their individual needs and what they need. Cognitive behavioral therapy, um, hormones, especially attention to their hormones. If they have high blood pressure, if they are living with diabetes, you know, like that's where you make it individual to your needs. But it is really all the same diet. We're all human and we have a body. Our bodies have certain needs. So that really, and then as soon as I explained that, some of them were like, oh, yeah, you know. Um, but they talked a lot about those those um, co-mobilities. Co- co- and those are sort of like the health issues that come along with weight loss. What's really interesting is they only really talked about how beneficial the loss was, not in managing stress and sleep and whatever. And then there were still a couple of people that I met were still like, well, it's still calories in versus calories out. They were young. They were super young. I was like, okay. All right. So you're, I said to one guy, I'm like, well, you're not really going to solve the obesity crisis with calories in versus calories out now, are we? So you can keep trying to prove that all you want, but you ain't actually going to help. And I, I thought with a lot of what was happening there is no one's really trying to solve the obesity crisis. They're just trying to help a lot of individual clients on a one-on-one one-on-one situation um, do the best they can. So it was a lot of doctors trying to figure out how to better help their clients, which, you know, they're seeing, you know, maybe 500 people a year. And so this is where what we're trying to do here at The Living Method, which is so exciting, is we're like, like I want to help millions of people, man. And millions of people do not have access to be, to be, do you know what I mean? Seeing all these specialists and even know where to start. And so what I love about our experts. Um, so we're going to have Dr. Beverly come on. We're going we're gonna to talk about that mental piece. But so what I love about the program is giving people access to, to um, experts that they wouldn't ever have the opportunity to sit down and ask them questions for 40 minutes. I do want to talk about um, the program, $60. Uh, nothing changes if nothing changes exactly mentally. Um, so I don't know if you've heard. We just announced today. I'm so excited about this. Those of you who have been with me for a while are, are remember, because I know some of you are in maintenance from our very my very first program, 20 groups ago. So our September group is going to be our 20th group. We are doing the program one day only. So if you have any friends and family, $60. 60 bucks, 60 bucks to sign up for the fall program one day next Monday. Um, so if you know anyone, uh, let them know. Where am I at? Oh, I'm going long today. You guys are on fire with your questions. Hi, Michelle. I've been working uh, in healthcare for over 26 years. I've been in so many weight loss programs myself and have con- cons- uh, counseled my clients in weight loss for years. I'm now enthusiastically suggesting the living method because it hits all the issues. Yeah. Sean Wharton. There he goes. Yes. We talked to him. He's 
amazing. He is amazing. Sean Wharton told me once at a women's health conference that no one can keep their weight off, that everyone starts gaining it back after two years, no matter what the diet. Yeah, so we, we're going to meet him for lunch. Uh, we're going to be talking to Sean and meeting him for lunch because he had an opportunity to look into the program. Not only that, into our data and our numbers that Ruth collected. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. Um, your program addresses all the issues surrounding losing weight and keeping it off. That's why I'm so happy that the maintenance program, it keeps us on track, engaged, hopeful, and supported. Yes! Yes! This is what I'm talking about! This is exactly what I'm talking about, which is so exciting. They just, our takeaway was, they don't know what they don't know. They just, they don't know what they don't know. And that's what's really exciting. Um, some people are skeptics. One woman called me the marketing lady. Oh, you're the marketing. Oh, I know you. You're the marketing lady. But no, I, first of all, 95% of our members are referral. So I actually suck at marketing and I'm the worst person to sell my program. So I actually suck at marketing. But you know, some people are, 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 are skeptical of the program. Listen, losing weight is no joke. You, you can lose it in a healthy way. It takes time and a lot, lot more time than most people really want to spend. But it, fuck, isn't it so worth it? And then maintenance. Yeah, it would be great if we could just be like, we're done and move on. But it's not that easy. It takes work. It can, it can be the most work for some people. It can be more work to maintain than it does to lose, but you can do it. And even then, it's just putting in the time. Like I don't work every day to maintain my weight. I've been, I've been maintaining my weight for 30 years. I am open to and recognize when I make choices that make me feel like shit. I am open to and recognize seasons in my life and and things that I'm dealing with and how I use food to cope. And I know enough to recognize when I'm feeling out of control in my life to do the things that I need to do to, to make me feel more in tune and more grounded and more in the moment to help me make better choices for myself. Like right now I'm dealing with a lot. Would I love to drink bottle of wine every night? Yes. I stopped doing that two weeks ago because I recognized it wasn't helping me. It wasn't making me feel good. Plus I'm turning 50. So I recognize my hormones are starting to factor in. So I'm being mindful of doing that. I recognize my digestion system because I'm so stressed and probably getting an ulcer at this point is taking a hit. So even while I'm sitting up in beautiful Jade Mountain, I'm taking my digestive bitters and my water in between my meals and snacks. You know, it's just self-awareness. You absolutely can live and, you know, look and feel your best and not have to worry about losing your weight and live your life. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it is work and it takes time and it takes a lot longer than most people like and everyone's out for a quick fix, you know, but it absolutely can be done. And man, it is just so worth it. Um, so much clarity. It just dawned on me that this past year was the first time I set out to lose weight from myself and only myself. Yes. More and more um, thinking that's why this time I'm going to be successful for the long run. Yeah. Right. You, you have to do it for you. And vanity ain't going to get you through. Vanity can be a nice, quick motivator. But, you know, you have to have that why you have to really be want to be done with this. It's like anything else in life that you want to accomplish. You're not going to do it on your timeline. It's going to take a lot longer, but you can absolutely do it. You know, that's that's the, what's so exciting. Uh, we need to continue to make ourselves a priority. Yes, Beth. Continue to work on our health and wellness. That way we can be the best ways for ourselves and others. Yeah, man. That's a huge um you know, in dealing with um, my kid's dad, who has not been well, 10 years ago, he had um, organ failure. So he's on dialysis now. He's uh, he's um, on dialysis for for the last uh, 10 years. He's been on dialysis and, and heart issues too. And now, now he got a, a, a new diagnosis, which I'm not going to talk about because I still have to talk to my kids about it. Um, but to be, to be honest, but man, it's really... Um, 
you know, it's always when people get sick and people die and pass away, you kind of really, you have a conversation with yourself and you're like, I'm going to do better. I'm going to be healthier and I don't want to get sick and I don't want these things. And then, then what do we do? We, we think about it for a hot minute and then we do nothing about it. And I think that's what this program, it's like a how to be your healthiest 101, how to really prioritize yourself 101, how to, how to show up for yourself and love yourself and be your biggest cheerleader 101. Like, you know, it's always like, you know, we constantly think so maybe it's just I'm getting older and I'm turning 50, you know, but it, it is one of those things that you start thinking about taking care of yourself. And that's the beauty of this program. You already are. And you get to lose weight at the same time, you know, and you get to maintain it. And that's like your best life isn't this place that we're trying to get to. Like your your best life is every single day. You know, that that's what it's about. It's making choices to make you feel good every single day. And maybe you're not at the goal that you want to be, or maybe you're struggling in maintenance, or maybe you've lost your weight and maybe your weight has gone up or whatever that, whatever your situation is, you know, you have to just keep moving forward. That's one of the things that hit me too this weekend was, I actually said to Tony, like, okay, so I was planning this big wedding for two years. That happened. Amazing. And then I've been waiting to turn 50 for 50 years. And then like that, like last year, last year on my 50th, on my 49th birthday, I was in the hospital for those two weeks. I don't know if you guys remember, which is why I'm still kind of still dealing with some health issues, I think from that. But, um, and so really grateful to turn 50. And I said to Tony, well, now what? And he's like, well, now you just live your life. That's it. Every day. And I'm like, yeah, man, I guess so. I know that sounds weird to say out loud, but it's just like, okay, so what's my motivator now? Well, my motivator now is I just want to live my best life. I want to feel good every day. I want to manage my stress. I want to get back to feeling zen. I, you know, before the pandemic, I was so calm, cool, and collected. Now I'm just a hot mess stress case with anxiety and, you know, my nerves are shot and it's been a lot. So now I want to get back. So that's my new mission. Every, you know what? So maybe you don't have weight loss to do anymore. That could be a real motivator too. That, that's a real conversation where you no longer need to lose the weight. What's your motivator? Like what is, what's the point of all of it? Do you know? And this is where maybe it's just to feel your best every day. Maybe it's to feel how, to see how good you can feel, you know, and you don't have to do things like you don't have to you know, manage your stress and get good sleep and do all those things to lose weight anymore. So what's motivating you to do that? And this is why, you know, re reassessing your why and, and what's going to keep you motivated and why do you want to live your best life and why do you want to feel feel your best. And do you know what I mean? What, what choices are you going to make to do that? And that can be a real thing too. I'm going to talk to Dr. Beverly about that. We should actually have her come on in the maintenance group and join us in the maintenance group as well. Because when you're no longer motivated by that scale, because you've reached your goal, what's your motivator? You know, uh, I never, I, I thought I never followed a diet until I asked myself about the weight loss journey and taking my, and talking with my parents. Now I remember doing a three day diet when I was 16 years old. And that's when the depriving myself from the food started for me. I'm so thankful for your program. Yeah. If you missed it off the top, I was just talking about how one of the exercises I'm going to add to the weight loss group before when people first come in is to map out their weight loss journey so they can really see it's that you're not just coming in from the last diet that you did right i know we're in the maintenance group but you know people aren't just coming in from doing keto for three months they're they're coming in from doing like 20 years of dieting and sometimes i think people forget that and really you know how much a big part of food and dieting you know and issues and associations are attached to their journey and that's to my point i gotta get going but that's why the work isn't done when you've lost the weight physically you're done but it's like mentally you have to get caught up and still reconcile 
reconcile and work through and rewire your brain and how it's come to function, you know, especially if you're still having negative thoughts. If you still get on that scale and it irks you when you're, when it's up and it's up because of a choice you, you freely made the day before to eat that thing that was really delicious you enjoyed and you got on the scale today and it was up and you're like, oh, what's that about? What's that about? You're the one who made the choice. Why isn't, why, why is a piece of metal on the ground, you know, ruining your whole mood for the day? Why are you talking negatively about yourself, about a choice that you're perfectly happy with making yesterday? You know, so that goes to show you that you have more issues, right? If you're sitting there and thinking about your weight or sitting about this and thinking about that or stressing about this, that means you have more to work through, which is exciting because there's always shit to work through. I gotta go. I just love being back. <laughs> love being back. I love being back. Um, we got way in Wednesday coming up on Wednesday. I think I'm around because uh, I was off last week and then the week the week before that with Karen St. Pierre. I can't believe I missed that. Um, Karen has been around for a while. I got to go back and watch that segment. Um, remember that you have access to those way in Wednesday conversations. That's when we have the real conversation when the ladies join me and we have our guests and we really get into it. Um, but uh, I'm happy to be back. So I will see you guys on Wednesday. I got to go have a shower. Um, <laughs> rest of your day. Uh, if you're in Canada, uh, happy long weekend. Happy Victoria Day today. Uh, I know those of you in the States, you have yours coming up uh, next weekend, Memorial Weekend. But have an amazing rest of your day, everyone. And I'll see you later. Bye. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.